This week on Bonus Barrel. Is that what you want, P2? You want to be like Cobb? I knew Scalebound was too good to be true. The Switch is a direct continuation of what the Wii U was doing. Thanks a lot, Nintendo. And then I noticed my, my panties were depleting. Hey, hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel. AJ. Left is awake. You're awake, Left. Yeah. You're here. I hope my voice isn't too gravelly and seducive for people listening. Cause... It's cool. No, I'm, I'm kind of sick still, but it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. He's here. All right. Before we switch to the stuff we're going to go over to <laughs> later, uh, I have to... <laughs> I have to say I have to have something serious, guys. This is you know how I am sometimes very serious. This is an open letter. Or an intervention to P2 from Cartridge Club. Um, look, guys, I need to get this out there. There's been something negative brewing in the Cartridge Club community, and I need to help. Um, this is about P2, the P2 of the Cartridge Club, which is like being the Shelby of the BB. A decent person and kind of important. Someone you'd admit you know to strangers. And P2 is mostly a good guy. I'd go as far as saying that it could be said that some say I even like the guy. When, what I liked most about him was his hatred of digital games and his love of collecting. And now he's selling parts of his collection and embracing it. And sure, I'm buying pieces of it here and there. And I like to gain new games since I actually like games. But P2 is dying, slowly but surely. You're dying, P2, and I want to help you. I'm reaching a handout to you. Um... Do we need a GoFundMe to save you? It's it's getting worse. You, you, you're having a bad influences like Seiji and starting to get you to play and enjoy digital games like Tomb Raider. This has to stop. This isn't good behavior. Please, please, can't you see you're hurting those around you? Come back to us. And if that doesn't sway you, let me say this. When Cobb found out this was happening to you, he said, quote, Good. About time that nerd gets cool. When I was a kid, I didn't like digital games, and I liked to keep and buy my games like GTA 3. Then I started to get rid of them, and then I started to download my games. Then I got into Halos, alcohol. Then I became the expert I am. I think I even remember having a sibling I looked up to buy an Xbox. That's when it all started to change. Good for you. Is that what you want, P2? You want to be like Cobb? You're changed. I always, think you need to... always so elegant, Cobb. <laughs> you need to keep your games, except for the ones I want. And you need to not sell them, and you got to stop playing digital games because you're scaring me. And I hope that this letter uh, will sway you. And uh, that's that's just I had to get that off my chest. So intervention for P two is that I'm very concerned. Okay. He's selling games left, a lot of them. On the I used eBay's. to sell games, but but you're back. You're okay now. You like I, buying yeah. games again. <laughs> Uh, on a positive note for the Cartridge Club, though, like if you take the the cesspool that is P2 out of the picture, the CC100 began. Have you seen any of those uh, left? No, I haven't yet. Your boy Seiji and me are even in a couple of them so far. Awesome. Yeah. Man, they, must be, they must be really doing well if they got you guys in there. I know, right? Like the fees to get me and Seiji were insane. What, what that, games are you guys talking about? The one that, I mean, I recorded a couple, but the one that I have so far that's come out is Kingdom Hearts. Good job, so are they man. starting at the bottom? I, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, it starts at 100. And as for people who don't know, who the, the, unlike the, un, the very few people who listen to us and not through them, who don't know anything about them, they, P1, literally stole our robot program, Seiji, and made him make an adaptation of the uh, BB100. So basically, it's everybody in the Cartridge Club community submitted their lists, and they have come up with their community list of, of top 100, which is actually quite cool, because it's fun with just the four of us, but actually a whole community is, is pretty is pretty awesome. So definitely different order than our list, but it's it's pretty cool to see. What uh, what game did you talk about, Seiji? So far, it was Portal. Okay, okay. And, well, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, we if can't you listen spoil. it, look for something, uh, you know, funny in there. See if you spot it. 
<laughs> in my little blurb. You noticed it, right, Rob? I don't know. Now that you're pointing no, out. You have, you have to listen to it again. Oh, yeah, listen I, to it again. I was like giggling when I was writing that blurb. <laughs> okay. No, <not>. but <laughs> in all seriousness, huge kudos to uh, the CC. Even though what I did for BV was a really convoluted kind of uh, program, but theirs is really simplistic. The real MVP here is P1, who, you know, he reached, but he already had that idea and he compiled all of this because the program that I did, it just kind of eliminates doubles and keeps account of the numbers, but yeah, he had to manually go through like uh, 47, I think he told me, were the, the amount of, of spreadsheets that he had to compile. Wow. And then during the week, I had an idea <laughs> <laughs> to extract more more stats uh, to the spreadsheet. So I, I don't know, maybe he had to compile them again. I don't know. Does he have stats? That's awesome. Stats are fun. And also keep in mind, he's also editing and putting together all the footage with the episode as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's the, doing a ton I mean, of work compiling all those audio clips and then you know getting the video and the editing yeah. i i think it's huge and it's been a lot of fun and they, they've also been like releasing one per day right so yes yeah, it's, it's coming out like one yeah. maybe one a day or one every two days very very quickly he they didn't want to drag it out so they're just trying to get him out as uh at a timely timely fashion yeah. and everyone is involved in the community so it's a lot of fun to hear yep yeah all the different voices right all the different voices, all the different opinions mm-hmm. and different styles of, of what they want to say. Like some people are more serious, some are more, you know, more funny or mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's some of them is just like, oh, I, I like this game. It's so awesome. Yeah. And, and yeah, well. some others <laughs> are like more thoughtful about it. So it's it's a lot of fun. It it's, uh, has a nice, you know, pace that I, I enjoy. The best thing about the list so far, and this is a minor spoiler for one that's already out, is that Left 4 Dead's placing is way better. In the 90s or 80s, is definitely a better spot than number seven or six or whatever it was in our list. So, good job, community. I agree with you. Left for lame. Some games that were really high in our list are kind of low. Like yeah, I it's true. Shelby was complaining well, about our list the place is weird. Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's it's great. It's good. It's good, wholesome fun that everybody can enjoy. So I have a few regular news before we go into our topic. Before we switch to our topic, so Scalebound's gone, uh, and so goes yet another reason why I'd ever consider owning an Xbox. Yeah, and, you know and like I said, is? whenever I heard this, um, uh, I knew Scalebound was too good to be true. Yeah, even Cobb tweeted, "Good, glad to see shitty weeb stuff not gracing the Xbox." So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Cobbs was on top of that. He was pretty happy. I'm not though, because that was a game that looked kind of fun, and I love platinum, so uh, it's sad to see it. As there's someone, actually, someone I think it was IGN or one site like that compiled a list of all the from that E3 where this was announced, where a bunch of Xbox games were announced, to see all the ones that either didn't come out as they planned or were just canceled altogether, like Fable Legends and Crackdown. It was delayed a bunch and hasn't come out yet, and so that's sad. That's sad, right? Anybody? Well, I don't know a whole lot about the Xbox One library, but it felt like a unique game for it. Um, so I, I'm I'm sure the Xbox One is going to be weaker for it overall. Yeah, I know. I I, I love to want to. I'd love to want to own an Xbox, but I just I can't seem to find any game that really grabs me enough to be like, oh, cool, I'm going to buy this. I need at least three or four games, unless it's uh, a console or a company I'm already hyped for. Yeah. <sighs> uh. All right. So it gets here. Starcade. Nope. Sounds kind of familiar. It was an 80s um, video game show. Not unlike probably an arcade top 10 and whatever gaming shows were in America at the time. So I, I got a little blurb from IGN, but this is interesting. So multi-platform media company Shout Factory has acquired the TV rights to Starcade from creators James Caruso and Mavis E. Arthur. With Shout Factory to executive produce a re- reboot of Starcade along with several other projects with JM Production Company which also produced the original 1980 show. Uh, no release date yet, and here's a quote. We're thrilled to be part of the Stargate revival, Caruso and Arthur said in statement. We look forward to bringing the show back for all those avid, avid, avid Stargaters who have been waiting for years, as well as a new class of gaming heroes. Stargate's first episode aired in 1982 after shooting a pilot with Jeopardy's Alex Trebek as host, exclamation point, and featured gamers competing against each other for prizes while playing the most popular er- games of that era in front of a live studio audience. And then Ted Turner eventually picked up the show for his TBS cable station 
where Starcade went on to air over 130 episodes in three seasons. There you go, guys. Pretty interesting. Yeah, well, like, the whole video game TV show competitions were very popular in the 90s, and they all kind of died out all at once. But now it's back um, again with esports. Yeah, in a, in, to an extent. Um, it's not quite – it's more serious than it used to be, though, is the thing, too, right? Because yeah. I used to love video and arcade top 10. Me but too. <laughs> like, so fucking dumb. It's so dumb. Just like all the the colors that the, that that show had, and just the music. It it's was, the it was, yeah. it's it's so memorable, but it really so is. cheesy at the it same time. It was a Canadian time. show too. Yeah, I believe I believe it was. I used to watch it all the time, and yeah, me too. my my girlfriend and I actually were just talking about it like a week ago. So it's the kids always look so. There's such products of the 90s oh yeah it, it looks so spaced out while they're playing <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like a, a parent's nightmare when they saw the kids play like look so look at the vacant expression on their face yeah, the yeah. they're destroying their brains <laughs> man Dumb. nothing i wanted nothing more than to to play in video in arcade oh, top when i was a kid because i was like i'd school all these other kids <laughs> well you you know you after your hospital training you probably would have yeah i've totally I wrote a letter to it. It never got read, but uh, I wrote a letter because I, I really wanted to go as well. <laughs> I wanted to be. I would have. Did, I would have done tar- terrible. You, I would have been you, out of the first stage. First, I have first that, round. That track record. Yeah. All right. One more piece of news for me. Uh, this is regarding Final Fantasy VII remake in Kingdom Hearts Three. All right. Uh, a little update from the weekly uh, Famitsu. Nora said there are still worlds untouched, and that production is progressing on an unannounced worlds in a state that we cannot show them off. That's for Kingdom Hearts. And with regard to Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's coming along. Nomura said, steadily progressing on production before apologizing. That they, the wait will be a bit longer for Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy VII Remake. He then went on, to, went on to assure fans that he will make a game that will meet your expectations. Uh, and then he said, the release of the titles themselves have still a way to go. But fans still have a lot to look forward to in 2017. There are many surprises releasing this year if you can wait for any surprises. So yeah, no FF7 remake this year. Maybe yeah, 2019. Or, or Kingdom Hearts this year, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, 2019. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw Kingdom Hearts three to 2020, and FF7 remake in maybe 20. I don't know, 2018. Yeah. 2018, 2019. Well, the thing with 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 the FF7 remake, if we're just getting it in like chapters, if we could chap, you know, I don't know how much longer it would take them to just complete one chapter of the game, but I don't know. Um, th- that's kind of why I was I was anticipating 2017, just because I thought we'd only get, like, you know, a few hours of the game, um, but I was oh, saging well. it. I thought 2017 as well, even though I knew I shouldn't have. I thought, surely 2017 it will come out, but uh, of course that is not great. Maybe we'll get a trailer this year. That'd be cool. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any? Non- we don't have a game for you, but we have a trailer. <laughs> Anybody have any non-topic news? Yeah. So it's okay. been a little while since I've been around. Uh, missed oh, yeah. last I've, week, yeah. and then we had a week off due to the holidays. So I've been right. playing some games. Hmm. And so first, are you things, editing videos by any chance? See, not yet. Um, <laughs> so one right. thing that I finally have accomplished in my life okay, is to. Purchase and build my gaming computer desktop. Oh, uh, um, yeah. I've wanted one since I was like 15 years old when I was a little kid. I remember when I was, I used to just go to, you know, the local future shop Best Buy store and mm-hmm. I would stare at graphics cards because I, <laughs> I I didn't know. When I was a kid, I just knew that a computer needed one of these to play games really well. So I would just look at them with awe and just be like, oh, I want one one day. So lo and behold, I finally, uh, purchased you know I, I bought all the pieces and i built it myself it was kind of a trying experience it took me about two days because i've never really done it before and i was having all these issues but it's it, i got it working now and everything's amazing with it I'm so happy um i i am so happy too <laughs> uh because right now i've been playing total war games here it comes oh yeah <laughs> uh properly my, Exactly right, properly. And it feels like I've been playing Rome 2 lately, and right. so this was not the most recent one. There's two that came out after it, but it's yeah. still, it came out two years ago. Um, and it's like playing it for the first time. Um, it is oh, yeah. so much fun. I've been enjoying it, and I, I have, I bought Total War Warhammer, um, which is the latest one, and I also have Attila, which I've never played because my old computer couldn't run it. Um, so I have all these games to kind of explore for the first time or for what it's going to feel like for the first time because I actually can run these games really well. So, right. um, it's not like getting a new console. It feels a little bit better than that. Um, I'm just, 
I'm loving my, <laughs> my PC Master Race experience so far. Gross. I can't believe you just said that. Specs. <laughs> Want to talk specs? It's, my graphics card's a 480. A 480? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not it's not amazing. No, no, no don't get me wrong. But uh, it's the the graphics card I got was like the best bang for your buck. Um, so it's like a eight best. gigs of onboard graphics. So that's fine, eight man. That's, gigs. Yeah, that's, that's like sixteen so, mega power. Very happy. It's blast processing. <laughs> blast processing. What processor did you get? I went with an AMD Athlon quad core. Okay. So cool. there's there's definitely improvements I could have made um, during my research. Like I could – Intel processors are better for gaming um, oh, and I could have noise. gotten a better uh, graphics what, uh, card. But a RAM? Uh, 16 gigs of RAM. That's good. Yeah, that man. It's, legit, it's man. a nice – oh, no. It's good. It's, it's, it's nice and hard pretty drive? and it's white box. Uh, I got a solid-state hard drive and nice. a terabyte hard drive. So I got two hard That's drives. That's perfect, man. It sounds, it sounds great. You know, it's it's really, really fun. Um, so I've been just going through installing all my Steam games. I bought a couple of new games to try them out. So um I there's so much so much to look forward to in, in PC gaming for the first time. So I've been really enjoying that so far. Nice. Uh well I got physical copies of Firewatch. Uh, in oh, did you really? For PS4? Yeah. Yeah, nice. I've been I've been program. wanting to get into that for quite yeah, a while, actually. Me too, actually. Uh, I also got this is more interesting. Left one that we can play. Wild Guns Reloaded. Oh, uh, it's, nice. What's yeah, so for? Wild Guns was originally an SNES game. And maybe yeah, man. Genesis too. I'm not sure, but a PS4 remake came out uh, on the PSN. But the UK, of course, got a physical copy. So now I have a physical copy, and it uh, has a wonderful um, multiplayer. Uh, nice. Local, I believe, actually. So uh, is it is it a remake of the SNES Yeah, well, game? it's like a remastered slash remake. So you get two new characters, each of their own weapons and tactics, new bosses and special weapons, and classic and new stages. And it keeps the same kind of style as the original ones. And uh, I haven't played it yet, but it looks freaking awesome. And, I, and the original one's pretty fun, too. That's awesome. I absolutely love Wild Guns. Um, it is a fantastic game, and that is really cool uh, yep. that you they did that. So uh, I agree. Now I now I need to work on a video so that I can go over to your place and play that game. Yeah, maybe we should actually yeah do some videos. And I got Soul Blazer for the uh, SNES, which was not a cheap pickup, and I have the manual too uh, without the manual. Cover. Yeah, Soul Blazer part of the uh, the Quintet series, which had uh, Actraiser one and two. Terranigma, Illusion of Gaia, and Soul Blazer. That's pretty cool. Solid games. Solid. I have not played this one, but it looks pretty RPG. So Seiji's been talking about this game, and once he he said it was his game of the year, I'm like, well, I have to try it now. I started playing Clash Royale. Oh. And it is so much fun. I totally get why Seiji really likes this game. Especially just, you know, when you're playing kind of this mobile experience, it really, really does a good job. Um, of giving you almost an entire game for free and, you know, there's microtransactions and stuff like that. But it's done really justly. It reminds me of Hearthstone in a lot of ways, just kind of the way, you know, you pay and you play. So I've been really, really enjoying my Clash Royale experience. Um, And if there's anyone else there who does kind of think they enjoy Hearthstone, I would really recommend to try Clash Royale. It's not as rich of a game as Hearthstone, but if, if Hearthstone's a 10, then Clash Royale has to be a 9, because it is, it is a really, really solid mobile game, and I'm almost bummed out that I didn't start trying this earlier, so it's a lot of fun. A listener, actually, a listener slash friend of mine who goes by BBQ Crew, he's been playing it and loving it, and he's, he keeps telling me to get Seiji in Discord because he wants to talk to Seiji about Clash Royale because he's really liking it. And he got it because Seiji recommended it, but Seiji oh, will never come to Discord because he hates I'll, friendship. I'll talk. To, I'll talk to him about <laughs> it. I was talking to him the other night. So. Yeah, you should message him. Nice. I will. I will. Current setup. See, I just ended up getting a few new cards. So, um, I've been messing around right now with using the elixir. Um, card where you put the elixir down and it helps generate more elixir uh-huh. for you. Um, that's been helping me. Um, I got the got big Pika or Pekka, the oh, you know what I'm talking Pekka. about, P E K K A. Yeah, I got I got one. him. Yeah. Um, the prince. The prince has great. been instrumental. The wizard, the, the witch. One, yeah. Oh, the witch. <laughs> Shut up, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm hyping. <laughs> yeah, I've been using both because as I. 
I've been having a real problem dealing with uh, flying units, so I've been trying to get as many range units as I can. Um, my main defense against flying units are the minion swarms, oh, yeah. nice. oh, um, yeah. so I've been using those as well. Um, but yeah, really enjoying the game so far. It's a lot of fun. Although, like, I'm seeing people with legendary cards, and they keep whooping me when they have any sort of legendary. Legendaries so. are bad. They're so powerful. <laughs> The worst. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. Uh, <laughs> you know, I get you guys talk about. It, I kind of get a little tempted. Maybe I'll download it uh, someday. Give Maybe. it a go. Like I have a lot I'm, of fun. I probably would enjoy it. Uh, there's one other thing too. But before I forget, because uh, I said I would mention it, especially since I did it, I started a Cartridge Club Discord server. It's like 15 people there now. It's pretty cool. And yeah, if anybody wants from Cartridge Club who happens to not already know about it, because I know they're gonna mention it on their show. Uh, just send me a message on Twitter and I'll get you an invite. It's, and we played Mario Kart last night, uh, Mario Kart 8. That was a lot of fun. Did pretty good. I'm going to have to come out there and say, without Seiji around, I get, I get my wings can spread and I can fly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, uh, <laughs> I was getting cocky because P1's wife was playing. And then P, P1 started to play and I was still beating him. And then I said, their dog was barking. So I said, maybe you want to get the dog to play. And then the next round is when I actually started to fuck up. And he managed to beat me. So I was, I was uh, humbled because of my hubris. It was good. All right. Let's switch to the topic. Okay, Sage, why don't you start it off? We had a... You're going to have to stick around for next week's topic because Sage, you bumped it. You got bumped for the Switch. I mean, no surprise, though. No, it's probably worth it. The first thing, I want to clarify my position because it's... My position is very, very clear in here. It's, it's okay. Like, there's no grazing here. Um, I love it. Okay, that's that's your you're one of the few I've heard so far to say that. No, and, and this is the thing. I love it because I love the Wii U. The Wii U is my favorite console of all time. The Wii U speaks to me very directly with what it is, with the ambition that it has, and with the games that it has. To me, the Switch is a direct continuation of what the Wii U was doing, right? So I see the games, I see the form factor. It is a better version of the Wii U. In all reality, the Nintendo Switch is a Wii U too. Who That's how I that? see it. That's bad marketing. In that sense, the general consensus about the Wii U is that it's bad. It's a bad console. It's underpowered. Well, people say that a lot. You know, the power of it, the form factor, the types of games, the types of marketing, the name, all, all those kinds of things. To me, as a gamer, it's very clear. I like it. I love it. It's for me. And the Nintendo Switch is the same thing. It's the same thing. Right? So that's why I love it. Because it speaks to me as a gamer. That being said, all the stuff that, that you can say about the Wii U, you can apply to the Switch. Almost directly. Maybe not the name. Because the name, I, I think it's great. Most other stuff, it's kind of like the same. Nintendo didn't release specs. So we don't know what it's capable of, really. The games look pretty much like Wii U games. Yeah. So to me, they look great, you know. But to other people, they're going to say it's underpowered. I don't particularly care about all that stuff. The third-party support that they showed... It was almost like an afterthought, and it's kind of like the same thing, you know. When the Wii U was released in 2012, they have the basketball game, they have the FIFA game, they have games from the previous generation uh, released for the Wii U. It is the same thing. Skyrim is a game from the previous generation, they're going to put it there, and we're probably going to see a lot of that. Now, be that being said, it's a little bit better. There's, like, uh, Square Enix showed what I thought was new games, Atlas, the same, but I like it because it speaks to me personally, but... What I was saying the other the other week is like I don't know what else it offers to people that that, that didn't like the, the Wii U. Now I do know that some other people that didn't like the Wii U are liking this because it looks a little bit better. But in in its essence, I don't see the change, and to me is positive. And that's what I want to say. To me is really really positive. It's the, I mean the only change that they're ringing is the portability. Uh, having the Wii U on the go is technically impressive. Having the Wii U on your TV when set beside a left computer or a 
PS4 or even the X-Bone is not nearly as impressive. Although, of course, you get Nintendo games, which is always the best. But you get Nintendo games in your mobile phone, too, and you're not making the same argument for that. So, uh, I don't know. I, of course, I'm, I'm coming off immediately as dismissive, but I'm actually quite excited. I've already pre-ordered it. Uh, my friends who were excited are less excited, and one of the biggest issues that they're having with it is the online stuff, which I have an article on it. It is really stupid, and you do have to pay for it, so that's already not that big a deal to me because I have the PSN, although it is it is a shitty thing to do to make people play pay to play online. So but. wait, Nintendo is taking uh, a page out of the book of Microsoft and Sony and they're setting up like their own online service like PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live? Is that, you, is that what's watch going on? The, I, watched, I watched, oh, okay. I didn't see, I just watched the video the other night, the, the mm. one hour from uh, midnight. Didn't mention much of it in there. Yeah, they are doing that. So here's what you, this, it's worse though. It's worse than the PSN and the Xbox. So you get, <laughs> it's so much worse actually. So uh, this is from IGN, online services were explained during Nintendo's event. So online lobby and ch- voice chat, things that we want, that's great. Invite friends to play online, set play appointments and chat with friends during online matches and compatible games, all from your smart device, not from the system itself. A free limited version of the app will be available to download in summer 2017. Monthly game download. Subscribers will get to download and play a NES or SNES game with newly added online play free for one month, and then you no longer get to play the game anymore. Exclusive deals. Special offers for subscribers may include discounts and select digital games and content. So your online stuff, your communications is done through your smart device. So immediately, if you have a good phone, you're Are you sure it's done exclusively through the smart device? Or is it just an option to do it through the smart device? No, it's done through the smart device. I don't know if it's exclusive. That seems backwards. It's what everything seems to record. Yeah. As a matter of it it's exactly what – it's all done through their, their new app, not through the actual they, unless oh, they change is, it, but that's what they said so far. It says here, Nintendo Switch Online will use a dedicated smart device app to connect the Nintendo Switch console. It will let players invite friends, blah, 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 all the stuff I already mentioned. Uh, yeah, and there's a free Man. version of the app that has less things, so that the free version of the app does not include online gameplay, online lobby, and multi- voice. The service doesn't include online gameplay, online lobby, and voice chat, monthly game and download, and exclusive deals. Bad. Man. First of all, I don't like the fact that it's tied to... It, optionally tied to a smart device is fine, of course, but not being tied to one is, is poopy. And um, the, if you're going to offer games and only offer them as demos when other services are letting you keep the games as long as you have the service, yeah. especially old ones, old, yeah. especially ones that you've likely bought on your virtual console a thousand times and you can't transfer over, these, this is the big thing that I think is bad. Uh, again, not enough to prevent me from buying one. I'm already, I'm already buying one. But this is a thing, and it's not make or break for me because I don't particularly love uh, playing digital only anyway, so I likely own the game. But I don't like the fact that I have to have my phone around to do any of that stuff. It's kind of annoying. Thoughts? I agree with that. You know, I pretty much mirror everything you have to say. You know, the biggest thing that you stood out to me that is just like, why? Oh my god, why? Are those like one month game demos for classic games? Why don't yeah. you just, why don't you just, if we're paying for the, like this subscription better be dirt fucking cheap or it's just not going to be Yeah, they have not it. announced price yet. Hopefully, if it's like five bucks a month, then that's really not that big a deal. You're right. If it, if, that, if it's four ninety nine or something like that, whatever, yeah. not not a huge chunk out of my bank account. But if we're, if you're charging us like fourteen ninety nine, then we're kind of looking into more problematic of, of whether or not I would actually subscribe. You know, it's funny. So literally before this show started, I was reading a magazine just a retrospective on the uh, Genesis. And uh, it reminded me of the Sega channel. And if you're those who don't remember, way, way back, the Sega had a deal with, I think, telecommunications. And basically, it was a channel that would stream Sega games. Uh, all the game, almost the entire library, library, plus some ones that weren't released and some import-only games. And you would have, like, a week, and you could download it to, not maybe not fully download it, but you were able to access it from your Genesis as long as it was on that day or that week or whatever. And as long as your Genesis was on, you could play that game as much as you wanted. It's kind of like that in a way. It's like, here is a Super Nintendo game, and now you can play it, and now you can't. But it's like... But did you it, pay for that Sega service? Yeah, of course you did. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, that's what I mean. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. But, but also, that was in 1993 or 94. <laughs> I'm going to give a more excuse to that. But then you think, I don't know, like, it said uh, NES and uh, SNES a game. I hope it's more than that, because... That's just, it's not good. Like, it should be a, like the PSN, a growing library that you that you collect as you have a service. You should be rewarded for having your service and 
And uh, this is, I think this is a misstep. Now, the interesting thing, too, is that not a whole lot of Nintendo, like, you know, Mario Kart and Splatoon being the big ex- uh, exceptions, but, you know, Nintendo's not known f- in Smash, but Nintendo's not, you know, famous for its online multiplayer games. They're a little more of the local couch co-op kind right. of games. Um, Which some might argue is a, a uh, relic of the past. Now, I like couch co-op, but you can't deny that people, I think, kind of prefer the online. Well, and, and that's just the way trends are going, you know, with some of the games with one, two switch for example oh, it's absolutely encouraging couch co-op um but then you know you have your your splatoon and your mario kart which yeah. are going to be exclusive better to play online but they really need to you know if they're giving you like a online paid service they need to really up the online competitive gaming um otherwise it's it's the whole service i feel is going to not be worth it because what do you get you know a few games you can play online and then a month demo of something else like it seems really weak right now i think they need to expand their online game library to make this more of a success so here's a thing that bothers me as well this is a a known thing and a thing that's continued since the wii and this is the problem with the playstation as well not just or for sony not just nintendo you buy these classic games the classic ps1 or your virtual console games and they don't transfer over easily at least i mean with the wii you had to you had to like transfer your wii over to your wii u but and with sony it just doesn't like you can do multiple different ps3s and still have your your collection which is great but the ps4 doesn't support it i can't put my downloaded ps3 games onto my ps4 and i don't like i don't like that i I, why especially with something like older games there's no excuse not to have the emulation software running on when a hacker can do it on a like a saturday afternoon there's no friggin' reason why you know nintendo or sony can't pop that ability onto every console since so that you don't have to keep rebuying i've bought super mario world enough times i don't need to, <laughs> to buy it anymore but i still want to play it on my on the most casual way i can on my latest console you know rant seiji you've been uncharacteristically quiet actually it's completely characteristic but you've been quiet what do you what do you have to say about the online stuff yeah it's completely secondary i care about the games i mean all that online stuff and on the wii u is really cool because it's free yep but it was already out of the norm so the the normal is that you pay for all these things right so now it's paid Nintendo makes weird decisions sometimes. They <laughs> give us something good. They take something else. Yeah. Region locking is gone. That's good. Pay yes. Now online stuff is paid. That's bad. But that's secondary. To me, that's secondary. I care about the games, really. And I wasn't excited for the Switch because they didn't reveal much of, of the games. Uh, now they did. There's a few surprises that I liked and I'm excited for those. And in general, I thought that the launch lineup is, is weak. Yes. But... It's still better than, than anything else that any other console has to offer to me. The other consoles don't speak to me. Right. So I'm perfectly happy with having my Wii U. And then on March, I'm going to have Zelda and, and the, possibility, the possibility to play some other that I like on the Switch. I have mobile and I have PC so that I have enough gaming in my life. So That's disappointing. If, if the business proposition is is what it is with the Switch, it's fine. You know, to me, that's 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 good. I was sad to hear that. I was really hoping you were edging towards getting a PS4 because I, I wanted, there's a lot of games that I think you'd like that I wanted to talk about, like Journey and Last Guardian. That seems f- more fleeting once again. Thanks thanks a lot, Nintendo. <laughs> so why don't we uh, talk about some of the games? Well, before the games, because I, I, I do want to talk about the games, I think that'll be the bulk of it. And that, that'll be the more positive territory. I just want to talk a little bit about the controller and the fact that it can simulate ice cubes. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> the Joy-Con. That was so, it okay. Brings I like so much joy. I I think the Joy-Con is cool, but that that was so silly. And during the during the the presentation, oh, Nintendo's goofy. And I silly, like how goofy like, Nintendo is, but like, the ice cube thing. I'm just like, what are, you, what are you showing me? I've never once in my life thought, man, my controller. If it could feel like an ice cube, I'd be all really happy right now. I get what they're saying. The rumble, <laughs> the rumble is so advanced now that it feels kind of like it can simulate things, which is really cool. But it's like the way it was shown was so goofy. Well, like when I was looking at it, I'm like, so is my hand gonna feel cold? Is that, yeah, is that like how little, this works? Little vents on it, it starts blowing warm and cold air. <laughs> but the controls are cool. I actually, uh, I don't, I'm not a big motion controller fan, but some of the games, or one of the games where you use motion control, actually looks enjoyable. And I think I would, I think I would like using it because they look way more comfortable than the Wiimote and Nunchuck. Because the Wiimote's just a controller. I don't, wanna, I don't want to hear, you know, hold a yeah, uh, television it's... remote. 
it's difficult to judge the motion controls until you really get a chance to use them, because um, they they could be fun, but I I worry that it's going to be a repeat of the Wii, because I didn't get a Wii until the end of its lifetime, because I was just so not for the motion controls, um, and I just kind of bought one on a whim one day, because I just kind of wanted to play a couple games for it. Um, so the, the motion controls are a little bit of a turnoff for me. Um, I like the Wii U because it was minimal or not required. Um, so I'm a little hesitant now with the Switch that they're going back to motion controls. And I'm assuming the game you're referring to is Arms Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which you can play without motion controls. So you, you'll can okay. you? Yep. Okay, good. I think motion controls can work. Sometimes they're fun. Usually I don't like them. I don't like waggling. I can say that. But uh, a real quick question, gray or neon, which, which Joy-Con do you prefer? I don't know. Like I didn't. I don't really like the neon ones. I guess the red and blue, gray. Yeah. Okay, Seiji. What about you? You pre-ordered one. Which one did you pre-order? Um, initially, I pre-ordered what I could, which was the gray mm-hmm. ones, and I was I was kind of bummed out about it because I think that there's no question about it. Is the neon that's like the way to go? Yeah. Like and color. later, I got the neon one. Uh, Best Buy. Best Buy did this really weird thing where they released a bunch of gray Joy-Con uh, switches to release on March 31st. But I was like, okay. I'll wait for a month, no problem. And then later in the afternoon, like at 5.30 my time, um, they opened up the neon ones with release date of March 3. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, you're giving me two good two good things. Right? Give me an <laughs> earlier release date and the, the color that I wanted. So yeah, neon for me, no, no question about it. Are you planning to get one at launch, Left? No, no. Unfortunately... Uh, I'm not sold on it just yet. Oh, no. No. Um, I'm probably going to wait till the holiday when Super Mario Odyssey comes Oh, that's out. long. Think of all the games we won't be able to cover together. Well, so sad. Games? Well, I'm going to play Arms. Breath of the Wild on my Wii U. So, <laughs> yeah. Arms? Arms looks like the most tempting it looks game to play. Fun. It looks I watched the Treehouse stuff. It, it looks I, I really I thought it was enjoyable. like a new Punch-Out at first. I'm like, oh, it's like a versus Punch-Out game. Punch Arms. Punch Arms. Arms out. So I don't know. Point. I'm not. I'm not overly sold on it as of yet. Um, okay. A so lot of what they showcased, I, I didn't. I didn't want to jump onto it. Let's talk about games. Physical copy of uh, Binding of Isaac. I'm finally going to play that game now. The Switch is seem or the Switch seems to be getting a physical version of that. That's bitchin'. That's that cool. More. It's That's getting really I am cool. Setson as well. If that comes out physical, I'm going to be extremely happy. Oh, I have some other things before games. Okay. Because to me, there's a lot of negatives. There's a yeah. lot of negatives. The, the presentation got completely leaked. The names, the, the games that were going to be presented, and even the stuff that came after that was not mentioned during the presentation, the, the live stream, it, it all got leaked. So that was bad. I was really disappointed. There was no surprises. I didn't see any of the leaked stuff, so because I was lucky. I actually like wrote it in the in the BB chat that we have. And the other thing is how expensive some of the stuff is. Like if if, if the online oh, yeah. stuff is as expensive as like the controllers, like yeah. the, the pro controllers controller which i like a lot and intend to buy one is i think 70 dollars 70 american dollars so imagine yep. that in canadian it's gonna be like 80 or 90 i don't know and the a pair of joy cons is 80 dollars american so it's probably gonna pushing be pushing for a hundred dollars for a pair of joy yeah so that's super super expensive i mean remember when when controllers were like 20 bucks and they were really, really <laughs> expensive even the Wii. Like well it's, it's funny you say that because the wii controllers are expensive too it's like 50 or 60 bucks to get a nunchuck and a wiimote the wiimotes themselves go for like 50 bucks for the official ones it's crazy and 70 bucks or 20 bucks for the like, nunchucks it's really expensive yeah but i, I think it was under 50 I, i'm not sure but when it pushes 100 that's like a fourth of the price of the console now, remember i know it's crazy how, how, how everybody complained about the wii u that it was too expensive because of the gamepad mm-hmm. that it added like 100 or 150 dollars on the price of the i mean now what you know, you have the tablet and you have the the Joy Cons and all the and, and all that stuff, and it seems like I mean interfacing is most of of the price of the console. I, I don't know. It, it seems to be that way because you know four hundred. That is the other thing. Everybody was expecting a price of two hundred American dollars, right? Oh yeah, that's the price. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Three hundred, and in Canada is four hundred. So that yeah. is. That is a lot. Of money. It, that is like two ninety nine sounds reasonable to me in Canadian, but when you start getting to the four hundred range, like how do you justify a person who wants to buy it for their kids? Like that's you could get them a PS four or anything, and like I, I don't know. Now something that they, they didn't showcase at all, and they haven't, as far as I'm concerned, is that the thing has a capacitive uh, touchscreen, which is really expensive. I mean, what which is the the cheapest iPad? 
and it's probably know, more expensive than the pero... than the Switch. And, and some of the cheaper tablets still from from the from the Android side are still around that same price range. If if you think about it that way, you get a lot more, I think, with a Nintendo developed tablet. Or but you don't get any of the other stuff, the browsing, the, the you know, everything else that comes with a tablet. You, you that don't. is the thing. But if Nintendo has the same interface than a tablet or a smartphone, it only makes sense that it should be compatible with all the content that developers all around the world already have developed, right? It, you, you, they, are, are you trying to say you think that they'll have apps and stuff from, let's say, uh, the Google Play? Is that what you're getting at? Wouldn't that be amazing? Well, it would be, but that's never going to happen. Yeah, but... It would be amazing, if, though. If Nintendo has some sort of, of compatibility with Android, which mm-hmm. is not really, really far-fetched, they could have their own store, and then you have Supercell and all these other developers... That would be cool. ...publishing the, the, their thing in the Nintendo store, or, or whatever they're going to call it, the Switch right. store. So I would be really, really happy if I could play like Clash Royale in between my Zelda sessions, right, on my Switch. Then that I would be cool. Have to have multiple devices for my gaming. So that and that is really the strong point of the Switch, the interfacing. Because you have touchscreen, so you immediately have access to a lot of content that uses touchscreen. Then you have normal controllers, then you have motion control, and then you have also motion control on the tablet. So you have like you can play a lot a lot of things that you couldn't before on some other form factors. Now you don't have the dual screen, which is the one thing that is sort of missing there. But you have all this other, you have this richness in interfacing that is really, really interesting. I mean, um, wh- another thing I wonder about it is we'll have suspension. Uh, like uh, the Vita, for example, you can just turn that thing off and on, even if it loses power entirely and it still suspends your game where you were uh, and things like that. I'm hoping, and some, of course, some uh, devices and stuff will let you have multiple apps open. And that would be nice if this was the case with the Switch as well. Although I doubt it will happen because that would be really convenient. I don't see it. No, and it'd be really cool um, if the uh, the Switch was able to support a lot of these mobile games. Um, you know that that would you know having a mobile game on a console would help further legitimize mobile games. It's so, true. Uh, that would be a kind of an interesting thing, and we could even see a a, a bigger development. Um, you know, bigger and grander mobile games because they can get ported to consoles. So that'd be kind of cool. I'd be I'd be happy to see that. I would be pro that too. I, I think that would be really cool. I, I don't I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith when it comes to. The most faith I have I in Nintendo know, you know, is always the games. I always expect yeah. I'm going to get the best gaming experience possible. It's everything else that surrounds it that I'm always nervous about. Sometimes it exceeds expectations, like the Miiverse and Street Pass, and sometimes it destroys the expectation, like the Switch not having the Miiverse or the Sweet Street Pass. <laughs> it's like the fact that they took those away, I don't know, it bums me out a bit because I like that sense of community, and it's not coming out for the Switch, so that blows. Another negative that I, that I spotted... And this was huge for me personally, is that it doesn't have a Pac-Man game. Oh yeah. That, that is, I mean, 1 to Switch seemed like the perfect Pac-Man, you know? It's a game that you're not gonna buy by yourself. Yeah, there's no hell, there's no way I would it buy showcases game. some of the stuff, like, you know, Wii Sports or yeah, Nintendo. Yeah. So it seemed like, oh, 1 to Switch, okay, that's cool. As a Pac-Man, that's cool. Because now that it, that I know that it's not a packing, I don't I don't know when I'm gonna buy that. You better yeah, better buy absolutely. it for your full Switch run. <laughs> it, I'm tempted for one. It seems like good fun, you know, for a packing game. You know, it's there, so we, you you put it sometimes just to you know to feel some of the things that you need to feel with with the console. Yeah. No, I agree. I it's, I did think that one two Switch was gonna be included. I thought it was right. It yeah. made, Who would buy it that? Makes perfect sense. No. <laughs> exactly. I don't yeah. Who would like buy it. it? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Well, like I don't know. In in, in some ways, one two switch is trying to capitalize the success of the Wii, where you know everyone and their grandma can play a one two switch game, um, which is you know the appeal that that particular game's gonna have. But yeah, and you know I was being super generous because I thought both one two switch and Arms were gonna be packings. Yeah, I didn't well. think Arms would be. Arms, arms looks, looks like, like a, a real game. full game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's just, it's kind of a smallish game, right? Uh, I don't we'll know. See. I don't. I don't. I think it's gonna be bigger than it looked. Yeah, it felt like poking to me watching it on the treehouse. Looks like there's gonna be a fair number of characters and stages. I don't know what kind of story mode it will have, but I, I love. I love the the vibe of that game. The character design, the wackiness, 
But one to oh, switch, yeah. you don't even need to look at. That was like one of their bragging points. Like you just need the Joy Cons. You don't even have to. You have to look at their eyes with the stupidest intro. Oh, I can't. I don't. It's not, it's not yeah. my kind of game. It's, yeah. I, I hated the the one two switch games where it's just like you don't look at the screen, you look into each other's eyes. And it's like, the goofiest marketing too. Like those guys yeah. in the fucking cowboy hats and the weird <laughs> shorts that they're wearing. Man, when, I, when that when that popped on, I was like, I don't know what I'm watching right now. Like, what's going on? I was like, <laughs> yeah, the, the first game that they showed was that, and I think was a, sort of a mistake, but. I thought, okay, this is going to be the packing, so that's fine. But then it, when it got really be- revealed that it didn't have a game, that was really disappointing. And then ARMS, w- uh, immediately following that, after, you know, some some confusion about what that is, and like, I don't know about I don't know about that, it's cool that it's there. Then you have ARMS, and I was like, yeah, now we're talking. Like, the, as you said, Rob, the, the character design in that game, and the colors, and, and the game, you know, something that I like about Nintendo is that is that most of what they showcase is gameplay. You know, it, it immediately puts you in the right mindset of what you're doing in terms of, of gameplay. Because a lot of what I don't like about the other consoles is that when they want to excite people, they show cinematics. And I hate that because I, I don't know what that is. You know, it's just, it's a, it's a movie. But in this case, it can be a trailer. It can be some sort of cinematic, but it's showcasing the gameplay. And, and it, it's always pushing for that. And to me, the ARMS presentation was really, really cool for me. You know, it, it spoke to me directly. Uh, I always like a blend. Of, it depends on the type of game, of course. If it's a story game like Last of Us, the intro trailer that we had recently for Last of Us 2 is cool. But add that with some gameplay, and I'm, I'm much happier than having either one separately. I like a mood, a sizzling mood thing to get me started. And I like seeing the gameplay right after things like um, Uncharted Legacy or whatever. That was cool. Started, I mean, it started off with some some cutscenes and it went into gameplay and and I mean, yeah, it wasn't exciting gameplay for people who don't play Uncharted, but it was pretty cool seeing. I don't know how those games play out. Anyways, my point is, I, I like kind of seeing a blend of both. And uh, in games like Arms, though, I don't need a story trailer. I just need to see. But things like Smash Bros, I love seeing those intro cinematics of the intro characters and then seeing the gameplay right after. Like, that's the perfect example to me of, of something that combines gameplay with a fun, like, get-you-pumped thing. Like, seeing Greninja appear and then seeing the gameplay was is cool. So, I, I like that, most of all. So, I I just watched the one-hour uh, kind of announcement games that they, they did. I didn't watch any of the Treehouse stuff. And, and Seiji posted this link um, kind of showcasing some of the games. And most of them are familiar, except for one of them on the launch day is Super Bomberman. So is, is yeah, Super Bomberman. Bomber yeah. So, uh, you, have you that. seen it? Uh, yeah, I watched some, I watched a little bit of it. I was working, so I didn't see all the Switch presentation, but uh, I heard some people complain that it's basically Bomberman like it's always been. I've not played much Bomberman. It's a game series I've always wanted to play but never really got into, so I'm actually kind of excited for it. But yeah, it's it's a new Bomberman. It's digital only as far as I know, which is a bummer. Oh, bummer. Yeah, yeah I know. Okay. But I, I still, it all might right. be a game that I actually pick up because I, I really want to play it. And so, you just sent your trailer. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's not like, like, cause there was a Bomberman. I don't know if it was called Bomberman sixty four, but there was a Bomberman four sixty four that was a little bit of like this kind of puzzle adventure game um, that I really really enjoyed. And I was hoping it was going to return to that sort of form, but by the sounds of it, it sounds more of just like an original, you know, Bomberman, you know, free for all battle type. Situation. It looks like a multiplayer okay. battle, and I, I really right. want I want to play it. No, no, no. There's nothing terribly wrong with that. It's it's a return to original form, but I was hoping for a nice Bomberman adventure game like. Uh, I've seen in the Super Nintendo, or the, sorry, Nintendo 64 era. Hmm. Hmm. Guys, have you seen the actual cartridges? They look like little uh, 3DS ones, don't they? Yeah, it's, don't they just look like 3DS cartridges? Have you guys seen the uh, cases? Yep. The cases look they're awesome. Really? They're like PSP yep. cases. Oh, wow, these are even... <laughs> kind of large. These look like Vita, <laughs> Vita uh, cards. Yeah, they're kind of long. Yeah, the little Vita carts. I wonder how much, like, I wonder the capacity is in these things. 32 gigs, probably. Speaking of which, that's the that's the amount of space the stupid thing comes with yet again. Well, but with with these the new the the flash memory, they shouldn't need a ton of space though, right? So, but I don't know. digital I don't, games. Obviously. That's what I mean. Like that's the digital game part that bothers me. So, however, I think you can just get any regular micro SD like you could for the 3DS. Yeah, so pretty easy just... to upgrade. Yeah, especially yeah, especially if it fine. switches to that rather than a hard drive of some sort. Yeah, that part's fine. It's internal thirty two, and then you you expand it up to whatever. That's that should be fine. I think for this specific console, people are going to prefer physical. I'm like for the Wii U. I ended up you know trying to get all the the discs right, but normally I much prefer digital stuff. But in this case, I I feel like I want the cards. You know, 
because I, I never like discs, but in this case, there's some charm in there that I that I enjoy. So everyone is excited for Super Mario Odyssey as I am, because like I think that game looks like the best thing I've seen on the Switch so far. Anyways. I don't like that it takes place in the real world. At least I think it does. Donk but. City. No, New Donk. But looking at the globe on the logo, it looks kind of like the real world. I'm you know, I'm kind of curious logo. how it's being done, because the, the main city almost looked like a hub city, where you kind of get access. <laughs> New Donk. Um, so... For me, if that game was coming out launch day, then I'd be more tempted to get a Switch right now. Um, but since since it's being delayed till, what, almost the next year, um, that's kind of why I'm waiting, because that's the only game that's really jumping out to me that I really want to play. You're not excited about Zelda? Well, um, you're going to get the, the Wii version. Who, me? No, it's just that uh, Left said that Super Mario Odyssey is the only game that he's excited for. But there's also Zelda, but I remember that uh, yeah, yeah, Zelda's Wii U, coming out yeah. for the Wii U. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm covered. I'd like to play ARMS, but I'm just going to go to Rob's place and play it. <laughs> well, there we go. I figured that one out. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm buying ARMS. I, I plan it anyways. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris actually getting finally getting a North American release is pretty cool. I have it for Super Vito excited. already. But playing it without having to struggle through Japanese will be fun. So, Super excited. Yeah, I hope that comes out physical. But if not, at least I have one, so I won't feel as dirty about buying it digitally. Yeah. So I'm do, super do excited guys, about it. I love the game. Do you guys know what the extra content from Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is? Uh, a couple yes. courses and characters, right? And there's battle mode. Yeah, yeah, of course. Actual like original mode, original like battle mode? With maps. People yeah. like the battle mode? That's the thing that people are into? Like, everybody seems to, like, care. I'm the only one that feels like it doesn't give a shit about battle mode. Yeah, battle mode is amazing, man. <laughs> yeah, I used to play it's battle all the it, time. It sucks in Mario Kart 8 because it doesn't have its own tracks. Yeah. Huh. Or it its just, own arenas or whatever. Yeah, they were weird. They would make you just do the courses and then you just go in, like, reverse order and fight whenever you run into each other. It was a very strange concept in Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I want to say something about Super Mario Odyssey. Okay. When I was checking the, the trailer... When I saw the city and the people in there, I immediately immediately thought of Sonic oh. 06. Yeah, those are gross, yeah. man. Yeah. Why does Mario look like Mario and everybody else look like real people? That is that was the biggest turnoff for me that entire thing. Other than that, everything else looked amazing, and I, I can't wait to play it. But those, that's weird. I don't like that at all. I don't know what's yeah. going on with that. I was super turned off for a moment, and mm -hmm. then when they showed all the other stuff, I yeah. was like, okay. Same so. here, same here. It's like I don't know, I don't know what new Donk thing is. I don't know why they started there. That decision but all the other stuff looks great although you guys know how i feel i i prefer like a 3d world kind of game but i'm like alone in that world everybody wants like the that kind of like expansive kind of world mario but it, it looks really really good except for the new donk yeah i don't thing. like i like everything else about new donk i like the question blocks and the elite street signs is really cool just don't like the people if they mean the people in the same style as mario or, or rosalina or something that would be completely on board but they look like real people and it's oh it's disturbing i don't like it it's too much to be honest at first you know the, the first thing that came to my head was like the mario is missing or Mario's yeah yeah me too machine game where he's like walk where you're luigi walking around the, the big city and talking to real people so at first, I'm just like, no. That's why don't I don't like the logo. They're, they're redoing those. That logo bothers me because it reminds me of Mario's Missing. Yeah, it kind of does, uh, doesn't it? But I'm sure <laughs> I, I am still excited for it. Otherwise, other than that, hopefully small thing, it looks really yeah, good. Other, other than the strange town, it looks very Mario. But that town does not look like it fit in the Mario universe at all. I don't like, know. It should, it's like probably the Mushroom though. Kingdom just became modernized or something like that. Well, they're in different worlds, so, I mean, you don't have to worry about that, at least. If we see, like, mushroom buildings with mechanical or made of, like, brick and mortar or something, actually, it'd be kind of cool. Uh, so, do you guys see Snipper Clips? Sounds dumb as fuck, but yes. it looks really fun. Snipper Clips it's, is, like, the dumbest good, name. Good fun. Yeah. Left wouldn't have seen it because he didn't watch any of the trio stuff. That was a game that they, I don't think they touched on in the presentation. It's a multiplayer puzzle game primarily. And you guys are both these pieces of paper and you can overlap and cut where that overlap is. And you have to try and, and fit the uh, the outline in between. Not an entirely unique, it's like a unique take on a on a game, on a puzzle game that's been around for ages. But it looks really fun and you have to kind of cooperate and, and snip each other and then get and then fit together. It's cool. It, it, it's a cool game. And also, I mean, this is another complaint about the presentation. 
they could have shown much more games. Could have, yeah. Focus on games. You know what? When uh, the Sega guy came to stage, the Yakuza member, just like like he didn't know what to say, and <laughs> yeah. then he went away. Yeah, like it was that. weird. I mean, oh my he, god, he could have said something about Sonic Mania yeah. or Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yeah, that would have been perfectly fine. But no, he didn't say. It anything. was so weird. That was, and then one of the little hiccup was the translator for the guy from Suda Fifty One, which, by the way, is exciting because no more heroes <laughs> and the other Suda Fifty One games are great. But the. <laughs> Oh my god, there were so many lulls. He was talking, and then we're just like sitting there listening, and then nothing was being said. And then he's like, and then I said, and then it was like, it was like a long talk, and then he said like one sentence. Oh, that was, that was, that was funny and awkward. I was impressed with the amount of like JRPGs. Xenoblade Chronicles 2, very happy. And, yes, and it's funny though. Cool. So if you track Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles, or sorry, Xenoblade Chronicles, Xenoblade Chronicles X, it gets progressively more anime. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 looks even more anime than X did, or Chron- yeah, than X did, than Chronicles did before that, which I thought kind of funny, but I'm pumped. It looks great. Same with that other. Is that okay? Yeah, it's, okay it, it's fine. I don't care. Whatever. Anime is anime. I like it and I don't like it, depending. As long as it fits the mood, it's cool. There, um, There's a Final Fantasy ish, a Square Enix game that looks like a 2D slash yep. 3D. That looks uh, Final Fantasy game the octopath traveler that was, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah 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 that looks really cool and and what about i am setsuna what, what do you think about that one well i mean i have it for vita but i have never played it uh oh it's an existing game okay yeah and i really it's i uh, hear good things about it it's done by a lot of people who did the chrono trigger team or it's meant to evoke the fa- ceilings of chrono trigger so i want to play it uh i just haven't got around to buying because I, I have the, the vita physical just when i was collecting vita games i wanted it but the digital cost is so high so i haven't bought it yet so maybe i'll buy it for switch and play it on that but well i want to know what's AG has to say about uh, the reveal of Splatoon 2. Oh, that's, I mean, I love Splatoon. And I think it's the right decision to make it a sequel instead of... Is it a sequel, though? Because it looks Splatoon basically Splatoon. the same with a few, with new guns. And well, it, the name is Splatoon 2. I know, so. but it's like... All new sub-weapons. Like a, one new sub-weapon. From what I could tell, all the sub-weapons were different. There's no... All the old sub-weapons are gone and replaced He only talked ones. about one. I, I got the impression they added one new weapon type. And I'm hoping there's a new story and that they're all new maps. But it didn't look... I don't know. It didn't feel like a big sequel. It felt like more DLC. I, I could be wrong. I, I'm just going on the trailer that they showed. From what what I could see it, it looked like a sequel but it didn't look like you know it was completely redefining the game by any means it just yeah. you know new weapons new levels um but I don't know if there's a whole lot else going on but it's definitely a full-on sequel and I, I think it, it deserves the title I'll Splatoon buy it too. I, I like Splatoon also Disgaea 5 is coming I did not see that coming yeah 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 and Rhyme is also coming to it no, it would be cool if uh Dissidia the arcade oh, Dissidia one comes cool. out yeah. that'd be cool just, just throwing dance. that out there 2017 uh it's a big one and steep and you got your classic fifas and nba 2k kind of the the games that uh nintendo fans are really into what about (laughs) dragon ball xenoverse 2 i'll buy it for collector's sake Uh, i already have it for ps4 so i don't really feel excited for it i'm excited it's coming to it that's awesome hey street fighter 2 the final challenge by the way i don't know if you guys saw the trailer for that but the trailer was super nostalgic and really cool did you see that left at all the street fighter 2 game yeah, Rhyme was announced a while, but a while ago. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't sound new though. It, it sounds not. familiar. Did it come out already? Maybe it came out. I don't know. So I'll ask this time. Take three. Left. What did you think of the Street Fighter Two announcement? I I didn't. I just saw that like not too terribly long ago. Um, I haven't seen any kind of video on it though. There's a, there's a trailer um, for it and gameplay. So you might want to check it out. Yeah, um, I just kind of seen this advertised literally just before we started um, recording today. And then Seiji showed me this picture and I see the Ultra Street Fighter 2, the final challenge. So I'm, I'm going to look it up um, when we're done here. So switch. no comment yet. You can switch between 4.3 old graphics and new HD graphics. Pretty Fancy. cool. Yeah. And no, it looks fun. I, I, I'll be curious about your reaction to the trailer. Before before we're done, when we're done with Switch, I have one follow up with you left before you're you're gone. But it, we, let's finish up the Switch stuff first. It's okay. So when I was watching it, I was watching a, with a lot of the Cartridge Club members, and a, a lot of enthusiasm was lost. And Nintendo Hodge is still excited, and there's a someone else who's excited. But like P1 was like so angry by the end of it, and then P2 is like wasted time. I should have went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but they've softened up a little bit since then, so that's nice. But. Yeah, no, they're not going to get it at launch right now. They don't see enough reason to buy it at launch. And uh, well, I I agree with them completely. Yeah, you, you know, do. For, I'm a sucker. For me, so. Mario Mario Odyssey is kind of the game to wait for. Um, so until that game comes out, I'm not probably going to touch it. I will again buy I, it. I completely understand. It, it left me with a disappointing feeling. I was expecting much much more. I was expecting you had to have like a really really strong 
launch it's launched, yeah. In a, in, and if not, like a really strong year one, I really hope that at E3 they show... I don't know, man. Like, we haven't had a Metroid game for so long. Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, I have I saw an article about that uh, literally before we started. So Reggie fils says that... Uh, calling Metroid, Metroid one of Nintendo's crown jewels, fils said Nintendo is committed to that franchise. And he stressed Nintendo's primary con- concern is moving the franchise forward. So that was, like, from today. That's cool, but yeah, let's, so, yeah, let's, so let's, let's see it happen. Still, we, we haven't seen yeah. strong content from Nintendo in, like, two years. I know, right? I know. What have they been or doing? They've very least... The whole of 2016, it was barren, you know? And yep. I, I don't know. Where, we where, what are they doing? And we yeah. have Mario. We have a new IP for this year. That's fine. That's more than we ex- to expect from Nintendo. But this year is really special because they have a new console yep. and they haven't released content in a long time. You expect now, more. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is really great and Splatoon 2, it's also really great. But I, I feel like Nintendo had to have much, much more. Yeah. Because people who played Splatoon and Mario Kart 8 have a Wii U. They're not excited for Correct. for that. I mean, I'm kind of excited for it in that I love new Mario Kart, but it's not new. So I'll get it and I'll play it and I'll enjoy it on the Switch. But, you know, it's I'm not pumped for it. It's just like, oh, that's cool. But I've had it. I just literally played it last night. I mean, I, I don't... There's nothing new coming in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe that's going to make me get pumped. It's just a kind of thing like, oh, cool, I'll buy that. Same with Splatoon. I mean, Splatoon will be nice because I haven't played Splatoon in a while. So that might get me back into it for a bit. But I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just uh, I'm excited, but only because I'm a fanboy of Nintendo. That's carrying me through. If I was like an average fan or just like a regular person, I, I would be tentatively excited or, or hopeful, but not necessarily pumped. But I mean, I love getting new hardware and a new system on launch day. So that's that's carrying me through. And I'm going to play Zelda on Switch, which will be a lot of fun. But I can see why people would want to wait. But that's a crappy thing, because if people wait, that means the developers are going to start wanting to stop develop because they're expecting instant sales. And ugh, it's not good. The good and the bad, man. Yep. That's the good and the bad. Now... The, the best thing about the Nintendo Switch, apart from, you know, being portable and all the great things that, that it has, is Breath of the Wild, that game, man. That was the first time I've been pumped, by the way. Amazing. That trailer is the first time I've been pumped about that game, because otherwise it's just been showing me Link wandering through the wilderness and hitting things, which is cool, but I expect that from a Zelda. But actually seeing some yeah. of the story and the emotion coming with the trailer, that was when I finally got excited to be like, yeah. oh, I can't wait to play this game. It's, now it it's looks like the first very, like, cinematic Zelda experience, which is going to be very interesting. Um, good so for me. It, look, voice it looks acting, really finally. Yeah, great. absolutely. But does Link have a voice? No, I don't think so. Voice. And he should. <laughs> but everybody else having a voice to carry the emotion over is, is fine with me. Link and Pokemon Trainer are the only two characters that I don't care that have no voice and would prefer them not to. I like how you said Pokemon Trainer. Yeah, well, a Pokemon Trainer doesn't need a voice. Although <laughs> I would be okay if he had one too, actually. But Link Link does never, never needs a voice. But everybody else... I hate silent protagonists. They suck. Don't like them. But uh, that's a topic for a different time. I just want to say, I'm predicting it's going to be the best Zelda game of all time. <laughs> I predict that it's going to become my number one game of all time. I'm super excited for this game. You have a small hype train, but when you get on that train, you you are committed full force. Best Zelda game. I hope it is. We'll see. Uh, it looks. Part of me thinks it's going to be a lonely Zelda game, which makes me sad. But uh, after watching the trio stuff, seeing a little town and stuff, I felt better about that. But I like the whole idea of of a hero frozen in time to be to be like released to take down an evil that's returned it kind of a man at a time feel person at a time feel so that's that's pretty cool now if we're done with switch i want to switch over to one thing left we got to make it three hearts my friend quick give me give me your quick summary of montaro you're the only other one who played it yes oh yeah right so montaro um i didn't actually finish listening to your guys episode so i don't know how you guys ended up this is good we're gonna find out what it is I, I stopped listening right when you guys ever talked to me. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's a game. You play a dog. Uh, yep. I didn't understand why I was getting women's panties or, no or young does. girls' panties. <laughs> and then also you find out that it doesn't even matter because they don't even count as your health. Um, <laughs> they do matter, actually. Do they? I never yes. got to a point where they mattered. They matter because um, you, you basically ride the bananas. Oh, that's sounded wrong. You basically bounce no, off the I, bananas yeah. and that loses your pantsuit. If you run out of pantsuit, you get these like little hearts around you and I think it messes with your jumping ability for a little bit. Or, oh, yeah. okay. Because yeah, I, I thought at first it was damaging me when I landed on, like you no said, damage. Yeah, you ride the yeah. bananas. But uh, <laughs> And then I noticed my, my panties were depleting as that would happen. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't, then I'm like, well, I'm just going to test this out. And then I ran out of panties and nothing happened. You didn't so get game over you just it affects a little bit something you also get an achievement from it okay yeah Ah, geez. So, you know, it was very basic. It was side scroller. It was, Mm -hmm. it was kind of cute. Like the dog was cute and the, the costumes were adorable too. I got a few of those and felt like I beat the game. So I'm good enough. I didn't make it that far, but 
Um, I don't know. The dollar, for a game so. that was under a dollar, you know, I would. It's it's not bad, I guess. So I, I don't want to go full damage, okay. but you know, it wasn't it wasn't a great game. So three quarters damage. Three quarters. So that. Uh, all right. So that gives at a three, which is better than two, one heart and one quarter uh, health. So two okay, quarters, right. two or one quarters, one one and three quarters damage overall. All right. There you right. go, Montaro. I say it's worth a buck, but we are. Not, we I, I agree. Like you know, uh, if you want to measure your gaming in 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 dollars and cents, yeah, then yeah. Uh, you know, a dollar for a, less than a dollar for a half hour to forty five minutes. You'll feel good for a little while. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There we go. Also, speaking of which, a game that we have to get for the Valentine's Day episode coming up is not a dollar. <laughs> and I'm wondering if it will be as much fun as Montaro. Yeah, really. That's, that's, that's your good, teaser, your sizzle a, trailer for, that's for an our interesting Valentine's idea. Day episode. <laughs> All right. So, you know, we, we had some highs and lows. We talked about Nintendo Switch. Uh, we uh, we tried to save P2's life. I tried to save his life. Uh, left cracked down on an innocent game for children. It has panties in it. And there we go. So two out of one half the DD crew has pre-ordered the Switch. Uh, seems about right. All right. I can see him about right. Well, thank you all for listening. A slightly longer episode, but not by that much. Actually, we did pretty good. Uh, cartridgeclub.org, the Cartridge Club Discord, also cool. And yeah, I hope we play more Mario Kart stuff, actually. It was quite fun. Hopefully, you two can join in on that. And veronosparrow.com, Twitter, all that jazz. And next week, stick around and swing in to see what we have going on for next week's episode. It's going to be so fun. Right, left? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, this is Rob. And Lef. And Seiji. See you guys. Oh, 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 oh.